Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dusso. And today, we're going to find out if you are a narcissist. A true narcissist is someone with narcissistic personality disorder, or NPD. It's a mental health condition characterized by an inflated sense of importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, lack of empathy for others, often having troubled relationships. Nine official criteria for NPD. Grandiose or grandiosity, which is impressive and imposing in appearance or style, especially pretentious and of self-importance. So this is someone that is walks in the room and they think they're the most important person in the room. Preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Belief they're special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. Need for excessive admiration. Sense of an entitlement. Interpersonally exploitive behavior, lack of empathy, envy of others, or a belief that others are envious of them, demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviors or attitudes. All right. And this discludes children because all children are self-centered. It's the look at me. You know, the Stewie on Matt TV, look what I can do. You know, so you can't, you can't judge any kid because they're all like that. You know, they're growing up very, very natural. This is someone that is, that knows better. Someone that is older and developed. All right. So let's go over this again. Before I start, everyone has narcissistic tendencies everyone can be a narcissist narcissist at certain times in their life certain points of out of the day in certain categories and if you think you're not a narcissist you're probably a narcissist because a lot of these traits you can have now it depends on the extreme and you know if you let yourself get carried away so grandiosity this is impressive and imposing in appearance or style especially pretentiously an important sense of self okay so you can see that when i walk in a room i like to I like to walk in a room like a king, you know, I'm not actually a king, but I like to walk in the room and I like to have confidence like a king. Now, if you walk in a room and you think to yourself, everybody's looking at me because I'm so important. 
they are lesser than me. So they deserve to look at me. I deserve for them to look at me. They're lucky that I'm even in their presence because of everything I've done in my life. What have they done? That's grandiosity. You know, the king with all the fancy jewelry and the ladies bringing him food and doesn't get off the throne to go fight the war. Thinks he deserves everything handed to him because he's the king. It's in his blood, but blood don't make a king. You can sit in a throne, but it does not mean you're a leader. It does not mean you are a king. So grandiosity, there's times where we get carried away, you know, if we, if, especially if we have a knowledge in a certain category, but even then, because for myself, I remember when I started making music, started podcasting, started playing guitar, started philosophy, I would go to others because I'm hungry for knowledge and I would try to show them respect, but they showed me respect. Like I'm a student and they welcome me with open arms and they give me all this knowledge and experience out of their own will. And I remember that till this day. I remember some big people, really big people that had, I had no, like, there was no reason they should even talk to me. I was a nobody and they were like top dog. But, you know, I reached out and they, they uh, replied back and then we got on the phone and just talked ever since. And those are the things like they remember when they were in my position. Not that they're giving that to everybody, but there might be someone out there that does that because someone else did that for them. And that's what I'm going to remember so I can pay it back because the world is huge. There's more, more than enough room to have more podcasters, more film composers, more musicians. There's always room because no one can do what you do and you can't do what they do. So that's what makes it so special. And they're asking you for advice and then you see them do it and see them flourish and it just makes you feel so good because you see someone else doing good, someone else that's putting in the work, which is really the case. You know, if they put in the hard work, they're going to remember that. If it's handed to them, then perhaps they might be a little grandiose about it. Also, it depends on who you're around. If you're like in Hollywood and you're around all these people that are narcissists, not all of them, but they just live a lifestyle that's very narcissistic. So they get carried away.
I've ran in a few of those and really, you know, it sucks at the moment, but you can get over it. You got to rip that bandaid off, you know? <laughs> so just don't let them fester in you and you'd be good. Uh, preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliant, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Now, yeah, you can see this with rulers and leaders, how they get power hungry, like Genghis Khan or Hitler. You know, they definitely have narcissistic tendencies, and I would say high, high on the NPD scale. I would say they're deep narcissists. And they just don't know when to stop. There's no limit. So they just keep going and going. And they have these fantasies. And once they get them, they're going to have more fantasies. So it's just never ending. But yeah, you just got to watch out for those people. Steer clear. Um, belief they're special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. So, you know, they don't talk to the, the poor, the peasants, the Joe Schmoes, the everyday people. They don't know nothing. They only talk to the people that are of the same status or higher. Now it's good. You want to surround yourself by people that are better than you because you want to get better. They push you. You see that you're not as good as you thought. That's why in jujitsu, when I started, I was a nobody and I was getting beat up and shoved my face in the ground by black belts. And it was every day, but it made me better. Instead of just facing everyone else that's equal or just starting out. And then I go and take on someone that's of my status and I could tell that the training worked. But I knew that I was not good because of the black belts. So I'm put in my place and reassured where my skill set is. And we should do that everywhere because... You think you're getting good at something, but there's always someone better. And it's going to be like some 10-year-old. See how that makes you feel? <laughs> but it shouldn't matter. You do things because you love to do them. But yeah, there's uh, everyday people have some knowledge too. Everyone has knowledge. Everyone knows someone. So that's a big deal. They might have a cousin or uncle that... That's in a, in the field you're in and is with the big dogs. Need for excessive admiration. So they need compliments. They need their egos stroked. They need to know from you that what they're doing is the best thing out there. No one's better than you kind of thing. Now, I love it when people say, oh, I listen to your podcast or I've been catching up on your podcast. I've been checking out your work 
What are you doing next? What do you got coming up? Like, feels good. Why wouldn't it feel good? You know, it, it shows that people care. You know, more than one person. And, you know, I've I've been there when I first started. I'm like, no one's listening. Like, so why even do this? But eventually, I did this because it's for me. It's, I am evolving on the mic microphone. I am growing. I am healing. I am learning and getting better at my skill set. Coming in November, this will be three years for the show, for the Perpestance podcast, and it feels really good. I feel really accomplished. I feel good about myself, but that's because I feel good about myself, not because of the admiration or the validation from others. And I slowly grow to 10,000 listeners. So it feels good. You know, I'm now nowhere near popular, nowhere near like top 10. I haven't close, you know, but it's more than one person. So that's cool, but I don't need it. I don't need everyone to admire me. I'd feel weird, you know? That's why I never took the route of touring with, like, in a rock band. I'm more of a stay at home and do the film composer, like, write, record. Because I don't, I don't want everyone bowing to me. Yeah. I mean, I get it, it's fun, but it would be cool. But it's just, in all honesty, it's, not my not my rap and yeah no one owes you anything so that that's the thing that's the mindset no one owes you anything so if you feel like people owe you things the world owes you because you went through something tough or you did something that's prestigious yeah, it's a gamble. No one owes you anything. Now, if you do acts of service for other people, you know, you help others out, perhaps you can grow the ranks slowly. But yeah, just because you did that, they don't owe you nothing. Knee uh, did that sense of entitlement. So I, it's kind of the same deal. I'm entitled because. I grew up this way and I, this is how life works and I deserve this. And yeah, we went over that interpersonally exploitive behavior. So a vindictive revenge matter. So you gotta watch out for those with narcissists, especially passive aggressive people. They will come at you. They will wait for the right moment when you're weak because they are weak so they want to get you down to that level and kind of like kick you while you're down kind of deal and just destroy you. The only reason they can't do it now, they won't do it now is because they can't. So they do it until the perfect moment. Yeah, passive aggressive, gaslighting, 
stuff like that. That's what narcissists will do. That's what little petty people do. You just don't feed into it. Don't feed in to the passive aggressive because they're going to make offhanded remarks like, oh, you chose to wear that today? What's that supposed to mean? You know? So if it doesn't bring value to the conversation, positivity, if it if you don't want to acknowledge it, you don't have to. They want you to. And they might get you at the perfect time because work was rough and you know, you have all this stress and then they come at you. It's life, it happens, but learn from it, grow from it. Next time be a little bit better. Keep working on it, and all of a sudden you'll uh grow some thick stint skin. I think a Marcus Aurelius from the Roman Empire. He was a a, a ruler there. And um he only spoke when needed. He went back into his room to think when problems were were arising instead of feeding into the riled up crowds. He would decide what the best solution would be. What is the best solution for your current situation? What is the right thing to do, the just thing? If someone else did it, what would you tell them to do or suggest? So it's a very, it's a stoic philosophy to let others do what they're going to do because they're going to do it. But you get to control how you react to it, whether you want to be involved with it at all. You know, if you want to cut them off, if you want to acknowledge them, feed into it, if you want to contribute to it. If they're threatening you and your well-being, are you going to put your foot down? Are you going to walk away? Are you going to go on their level? You know, so it's okay to take your time with people. You don't have to answer them right away. Remember, no one owes you anything. You don't own you don't owe them anything either. So you can take your time and let people and their actions explain who they are instead of words. Now words have meaning. They're super important. But the actions need to back them up. Now, words that are telling you what they're going to do, I'm not talking about that. Words as in, how do they talk to people? How do they treat their parents? How do they treat their kids? How do they treat their friends? How do they treat the cashier and the, and the servers? Those words, what words are they choosing? Are they passive-aggressive, gaslighting? Are they... Do they think they're better than them? Or do they try to treat them like people? Do they see them? Or do they see through them? It's very important. That's how you can tell what kind of person they are. Or start to tell, you know. 
lack of empathy. So that's feeling, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, feeling what kind of situation it is, feeling remorse, feeling emotions like you did something bad. Do you feel bad about it? Or do you feel nothing? You know, serial killers lack empathy. They kill someone, they feel no remorse whatsoever. It's like breathing to them, riding a bike. It's just a, a thing. Not something that actually matters. Demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviors or attitudes. So, yeah, how they treat the servers and cashiers and all that. Are they arrogant all the time? Are they stuck up? Are they pretentious? Are they grandiose? Do they treat them like a servant? And so people think narcissists are people that, that is that classic what Greek mythology story where a guy sees his reflection in the water, sees how beautiful he is, then uh, starts walking around and thinks he's better than everyone. He just can't stop looking at himself. The thing is, when that happens, when you, what happens when you get old and you're looking at yourself? Your beauty is not there anymore. Now everything that you thought your life was, you're not getting what you used to get. Now you're spiraling down and now you're now you you are very vindictive and poisonous because everyone should feel how you feel. But it's not their fault. You put all your eggs in that basket of beauty. Now, you can be beautiful and 70 years old. It's a different kind of beauty, but you're not going to have your prime years. And when you, you rely on that, it's a very surface level validation now there's nothing wrong with beauty you just happen to have it you know and beauty is in the eye of the beholder but when you make that your skill set it's only going to last however long your beauty lasts And then your life's over. Now your life's on the decline. Instead of building your whole kingdom up, you're just one of the guys or girls that stuck around because people thought you looked good. And then you stopped looking good and they turn, they recycle you and trade you in for the younger person that's good-looking. So that's why you can't put all your eggs in the, the beauty basket. 
So people think tend to think narcissists love themselves more than anything in the world. But it's actually the opposite. Narcissists loathe themselves. They think they are the lowest of lows. That everyone thinks that of them. So that's why they need the endless validation. That's why they need to rise above others, kick others down to their levels, gaslight them, call them names to make them feel bad, to others, make others feel bad so they make themselves feel good. That's why they need people to tell them what they're doing is good. Because they have, they're empty on the inside. That's why they have no, that's why they can't feel empathy because they are empty. So everything you think a narcissist is, it's actually the reverse. Because what they're grasping onto is what they don't have. What they want is what they don't have, which is empathy, self-love, confidence, competence. It doesn't make it okay what they do. But this makes it a little more understandable. And we can all be on the narcissistic scale. That's why it's important to, you know, how you listen to how this, how people talk to other people and treat people. Also listen to yourself. Look within and see how you're doing it too. Check in with yourself. When you see a narcissist, you can see yourself in them and go, I could see myself do that. Perhaps I should work on myself in that area where it reminds me of something I do so I can better myself. Because people cannot affect you unless you let them. Unless we're talking about getting robbed, mugged, or anything like that, you know? Obviously, but when it comes to interactions with people, they can't do anything to you. It is your choice how you react to it. So that's going to be it for today. On that note, are you a narcissist? <laughs> All right, yo.